I'll pass on that And you say your love's real, I laugh at that Cause when he's gone, you say the same about the next guy How better man, you cash on that You break up with Hello? Hold on right quick, let me turn this down. Yo, what's good? Bruh, I swear dudes these days lack consistency. Yeah, I hear you. But sometimes y'all be so caught up on being pursued, y'all fail to reciprocate the same energy. Okay, but I'm tired of running into dudes who can't plan a day for nothing. Always, I don't know, it's up to you. <laughs> okay, but look, even when we do plan a date, y'all don't show up on time. But y'all be acting like y'all can't wait a minute till we get there. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, we can go back and forth on this all day, but I think we both can agree. Day name easy. <laughs>What's good? This is the Dating Ain't Easy Podcast, and I'm your host, Bruce O, here with another episode, and today we are talking about communication. Now, by we, I mean me, myself, and I, and I chose this topic to do solo because it is one that I am truly passionate about. It is also a topic that I know many people feel is important, but not so many people practice or make a habit to be good at all the time. So although I'm no expert, absolutely no expert, I am taking this episode to give my two cents on the topic in hopes that I can help others give a little bit more effort to strengthen how they communicate. Now, as I mentioned, I am passionate about this topic, but my passion does not mean perfection. Um, Just like you, I am human and I don't always get it right, but effectively communicating on a regular basis is something I work on often. So, Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and hop into this topic. Effective communication is vital to any relationship, and I don't just mean romantic relationships. I mean any and every relationship, family, friends, work colleagues, business, etc. But to go even further, how you communicate is important no matter who you come in contact with. Now, there's many reasons why effectively communicating is so important. But to start, it is important because it can help eliminate the unknown. Uh, You may overthink, don't like blurred lines, hate feeling lost and confused. All of these things can be avoided by effectively communicating. Asking the right questions, which likely start the right conversations, could help uh, keep you from always overthinking or assuming. It could clear up blurred lines and get you the answers needed to prevent you from being lost and confused. Now, on the other hand... You may feel like there are just some things you don't want to know, and that is fine. But there is a clear difference between not wanting to know something and not needing to know something. If you need to know something, whether it is to prevent yourself from getting played or to better understand something or so that you can grow as an individual, whatever the reason, if you need to know something, you have to be willing to communicate in order to get that information. So again, communication eliminates the unknown. Knowledge is power. Knowing is power. Um, Knowing gives you options. It allows you to decide how you want to move forward after gaining that new information. Not knowing takes away any choice you have in the matter. It's like if you go to a fast food restaurant, for example, uh, where the menu is simplified, right? One option on the menu could be like the chicken sandwich meal. That's literally what it says on the menu. Chicken sandwich meal. So you walk up to the counter, ask for the chicken sandwich meal. The employee gives you your total. You pay, then wait until the order comes up, right? 
Now, you didn't ask what came with the meal or what came on the sandwich. So you lost your right to choose what changes you wanted to make to that order, right? Um, you're basically stuck getting the standard chicken sandwich meal. So when your order comes up and it has tomatoes on it, which you hate, and then it comes with a yogurt instead of fries, uh, which you were expecting, you could be mad at the restaurant because they didn't tell you, but you should also be upset with yourself because you didn't ask. That may be probably not the best example, but when it comes to dating and you fail to ask the right questions when getting to know someone, maybe because you just want to go with the flow or you're scared to ask for whatever reason, sure, you can definitely get mad at the person that you're dating for not disclosing certain information. But if you didn't ask in order to get that information, you need to take some accountability and be mad at yourself too, right? So I repeat, effectively communicating can eliminate the unknown. Um, another thing about communication, effective communication, is that it gets results. Change does not come from closed mouths. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I do not like yes men or yes women around me. I can only grow and mature if people tell me when I'm wrong or by having dialogue and hearing different perspectives like I often do on this podcast. No, I'm definitely not going to agree with everything someone says, nor am I going to change everything my friends or family come to me and say I'm wrong about. But if I value your opinion, I'd rather hear what you have to say and then decide on my own if it's beneficial for me and then act accordingly rather than not hear it at all and be left in the dark. But maybe you don't need other people's opinions and feedback in order to grow. Some people are really great self-learners. Uh, they can come, uh, they can do some self-reflecting, recognize where they went wrong and make changes. If that is the case, good for you. But maybe instead the changes you need is to create boundaries with someone or in order to make your job less stressful, you need to ask or tell a colleague a different way of doing their task. In order to get these changes to happen, you will likely have to communicate your needs. Effective communication gets results. And this is a dating podcast. So Imagine this, you've been dating someone for about two months, right? And y'all have been going on several dates together. Things have been going well, good vibes, good conversation. You know, basically you're getting the energy that you want for the most part. There's just one major thing that is bothering you. You have been planning most, if not all of the dates thus far. And it's starting to feel like if you don't set things up, y'all won't see each other. So ideally, you would want more effort from them in that area, right? Now, because everything else is going really well, you've probably considered not saying anything at all and just going with it for now. The issue with this is if it's a minor issue now, without it being addressed, it can become a major issue later. The other issue with this is if this is something you need to see more effort from them in, then you should not brush it under the rug. Ideally, you should speak up. Otherwise, you may get mad at them for something they didn't know was an issue in the first place. And that's just not fair, obviously. But let's say you do speak up and they make it clear that it's not something they noticed they were doing. They agree to give them a little bit more effort. And from then on, they follow through. To me, that's a win. Or they admit that planning dates and stuff like that has never been a strong area for them. So they respond by asking if they can, if the two of you can, uh, Start planning things together for now, just until they get better at it. To me, that's also a win because that's compromise. Or maybe they say they really don't care. 
and they prefer you to keep planning because they like it better that way. This may not work for you, and it may call for a deeper discussion or a tough decision on whether or not to move forward with this person at all. So again, I say effectively communicating gets results. Unfortunately, it may not always be the results that you want, but sometimes it may be the results that you need. Because if someone isn't willing to compromise or make changes in order to fix the issue, that could be considered a red flag. And depending on how important that need for change was for you, it may result in leaving that person alone altogether. But if you don't speak up, things don't change. You may not get the answers you need, and that passiveness could end up causing a bigger issue in the future of the relationship. And this could be just another roadblock keeping you from having the type of healthy relationship you may want. But before I go any further, let me just say this. I know I am primarily focusing on effective communication, but it is a pet peeve of mine when people are trash at communication in general. And I know a lot of y'all can relate. I mean, it is almost 2022 and there are so many ways to communicate. You have phone calls, uh, texting, email, voice memos. Uh, FaceTime, face-to-face, Morris Cole, cup and string. <laughs> to me, there is no excuse for poorly communicating when it comes to the simple stuff. I mean, like when you're running late to meet someone and need to let them know. Um, you may be having a busy day and just need to check in with someone to let them know you're thinking about them, but probably won't be able to talk as much during the day. The list goes on, and this goes for all types of relationships, not just uh, romantic ones. When someone is trash at simple communication and show no effort to do better, take it as a hint that they aren't interested, don't want to be bothered by you, and may not value you the same way you value them. You should not have to beg for something that simple. I, I'm sorry, I just really had to get that off my chest. It's a pet peeve of mine when people suck at basic communication. But back to the topic at hand. Effective communication... You can't wait until you are in a relationship to get good at it. Some of the greatest athletes are great because of the work they put in during the offseason. When you are single, that's your offseason. Just because you are single not and not currently looking doesn't mean you shouldn't practice now some of the things you want to do better when you do start back dating or getting a relationship again. You can still have fun, be free, have your whole phase even, or whatever you choose to do while you're single. There are still ways for you to practice effective communication or better yet, the type of communicating you want to have when you are in a relationship again. And the way the way to do this is to practice in your other relationships. If you have a business, do it in your business. Do it with your friends, family, at work, etc. The communication for these relationships won't be the exact same as the communication you have in a romantic one. They may not be as personal uh, the, conversa the conversations may not get as deep, but what practicing effective communication in these other relationships does is it gives you the practice of speaking up for yourself. Um, it helps you gain confidence in communicating your boundaries. It'll help you with communicating the things you need or want from others. It'll make you more comfortable with asking the right questions in order to get the needed answers. It'll help you listen to understand instead of listening to respond. You have to be consistent, though intentional even and as i'm saying this trust me trust me i know this isn't easy especially if you're shy or scared of rejection or other things that keep you from speaking up as often as you need to 
But if you truly make the effort to get better at this and try being consistent, it will be beneficial in the long run. So while you are single and being intentional and getting better with effectively communicating, here are a few things to keep in mind. Communication is a two-way street. This means on one hand, you should work on speaking up, saying how you feel, having confidence so that your voice is heard, and so on. But you must also work on listening, being sure to understand what a person is saying, and being able to receive what someone is saying without reacting negatively because you don't like what is being said. A lot of times I see this tweet that says, I used to think communication was key, but it's comprehension. And I know it sounds good, but comprehension is literally a part of communication. Can you really communicate without understanding? I mean, I was just in Iceland about two months ago, and luckily they spoke English as well as Icelandic and German. But if they walked up to me and started speaking in Icelandic or German even, um, I wouldn't understand or comprehend anything they said. Therefore, we wouldn't be able to communicate with one another. I mean, even if two people speak the same language, they can still have two different understandings of what is being said. And if it's important enough to you to understand what is being said and not just assume or overthink things, which could make matters worse, you have to ask questions sometimes. Not be scared to dig a little deeper in order to gain clarity. You may even have to ask the person who is receiving what you said if they understand and ask them to explain just to be sure they do. Once again, this is if it is important enough to you to be understood or to understand someone. Some things are pretty straightforward and may not call for all of this. But if it does, then do it. This goes back to eliminating the unknown. If you want or need to know something, you have to sometimes ask questions to gain clarity. The other part of communicating being a two-way street is that it works best if you are doing it with someone who is willing to give the same effort to effectively communicate as you are. I can only speak for myself, but poor communication just doesn't work for me. Um, as I mentioned before, I am not perfect at this communication thing. I'm not even close, but I am trying daily. So in return, that's all I ask from others when it comes to me. Make a conscious effort to effectively communicate. That means do it more times than not. But on the other hand, if you are trash at it and give little to no effort to get better, then I, I my only option is to tell you to kick rocks. I'm not in the business of trying to change people, especially if the changes are ones they don't want on their own. Next thing to keep in mind is to be kind. Uh, this is tough for me sometimes, especially with people that push me there. But for people we care about, and even for those that we may not care so much about, we should always make the effort to be kind. Um, I'm not saying take people's mess just because you care about them, but killing people with kindness is a real thing. It doesn't always work, sure, but when I said earlier that effective communication gets results, being kind is a part of that. Besides a child who may only listen because you are an adult, there aren't many people who will listen and react with the results that you desire when being yelled at, talked down to, or being mistreated. I mean, even a child shouldn't be talked to any kind of way. Part of the reason why so many adults struggle with communication now is because their parents or guardian didn't know how to properly communicate to them when they were a child. Once again, this is not 100%, but you have a better chance of getting the results you desire when you are kind in your communication. Think before you speak, 
Take some time to yourself before reacting when you're upset. And of course, sometimes you just have to be nice to get the results you want. My therapist once told me being nice is usually superficial and is sometimes used for personal gain. And with some people, you just have to be nice. Um, you know, that person at work that you don't really care for, but you need them to do their job right in order to make your job easier. Um, in order to get the results you want, sometimes you just have to be nice. And I don't really, you know, agree or condone the nice shit, especially when you're using people or manipulating people to get what you want. But I know there are times when it is necessary to just be nice and we all do it. But when it's something that will make your life easier and you have to interact with this person because y'all have a child together or it's a family member and you don't want the drama every time y'all come to grandma's house, then be kind. And when necessary, be nice. Do it until you can't because like I said before, some people just push you there. But even before it gets to that, I say just remove yourself and protect your peace. When it comes to romantic relationships, though, being kind to me is the only way to go. This is someone you want to be with, someone you care about. So being kind to them should be easy. If it's not, you probably shouldn't be together or at least need to seek help, professional help. Another thing to keep in mind when working on effectively communicating is it does not work if you aren't honest. Lying may get the results you want, but it usually is temporary. In the long run, it's likely to backfire. Being honest is what gets you the truest results. Um, it creates trust between you and the person you're communicating with, but it also requires consistency just like anything else. You cannot pick and choose when you want to be honest and then wonder why things still aren't working. For a lot of people, honesty can be tough to handle. And although we all have a few people we know that we have to be brutally honest with, for those that we care about, who we want to have happier, healthier relationships with, we have to deliver that honesty with care. Once again, this is something that I am still working on myself. I often hear that my honesty can be a bit rough sometimes. Um, I like to be straightforward, but that doesn't mean I can't work on my delivery. You don't have to sugarcoat things, but think before you speak. Don't just blurt things out because you're emotional at the moment. Again, this goes back to being kind. You can easily be honest and mean, but being kind helps people receive what you're saying better. Um, trust me, you can decide not to practice any of these things while you are single because that's just how I am and somebody's going to like it. And maybe you're right, but they won't like it for long. You'll get in a relationship and constantly bump heads, argue often, and then wonder why things just aren't working out. Well, when you were single and had the opportunity to grow and be better at your communication, you didn't take advantage of it which didn't put you in the mindset to find someone who also did the work while they were single. Instead, you found someone just like you, who only wanted to be heard and not listen, who shuts down instead of having the tough conversations that are needed, who is passive and sweeps things under the rug just like you. At some point, you are going to trip over all that mess you swept under the rug. You can't step over it forever. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you want different, you have to do different. And it starts while you are single. So now that you've done the work in the off season and you make the decision to get back out there to seriously date, one thing to keep in mind is that how you start communicating when dating will set the foundation for the relationship you end up in and how you communicate in it. How you start communicating when dating will set the foundation for the relationship you end up in and how you communicate in it.
This means that from day one of meeting someone, you want to practice those same things you practiced while you were single. Speaking up for yourself, being honest, verbally setting boundaries when needed, asking the right questions, listening to understand, and so on. I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I've definitely said it with friends and other people that I talk to. We are a generation that dates on the defense. You know, when we first date someone, we'll hold back on doing some of the things we want to do all because we are scared of being played or rejected. We won't be our authentic self and let people in. We're more reserved when it comes to the efforts that we give. We hide our feelings instead of being forward about how we feel, all because we are too worried about things not working out from jump. Many times, this causes us to throw a lot of what we practiced while we were single right out the window. But when it comes to communication, it is important not to do this. Instead, what staying consistent with your communication does is it weeds out the people who are not on the same level or the same page as you. When you aren't consistent in this area because of fears of being played or rejected or whatever it may be, it opens the door for you to spend more time with someone who didn't deserve your time in the first place. You'll miss red flags, avoid important conversations that should have been had early on, or you'll end up in a relationship that's not really a relationship you know, a situationship, y'all know how we do. But when you practice having effective communication from jump, you'll run away people who can't keep up with you. They may even be annoyed by how you handle things and also the standard you may hold them to. Be okay with that because you shouldn't be trying to end up with just anybody. You should want to be with the right somebody. A big part of effectively communicating while you are still single but dating is making sure you and that person are on the same page. That is how you increase your chances of ending up with the right somebody. Ask the right questions. Have the necessary conversations. Properly communicate so that you get the information you need to know whether you and this person are on the same page. This doesn't mean that the first few dates or the first few talks have to be so serious or like some type of interrogation. Ease the questions in there. Let the conversation flow. Start with what is most important to you. Uh, what are you looking for? Are there deal breakers you want to know about early on? And so on. Many times we get so upset with people because, oh, you wasting my time. But reality is we waste our own time by not doing the proper vetting of people before getting too deep in. Um, I saw a post just the other day that read, what if they really didn't break your heart? What if you mismanaged your expectations and broke your own heart because you expected something that was never established nor communicated? So I'm going to say that one more time, but I'm going to replace a few words. What if they really didn't waste your time? What if you mismanaged your expectations and wasted your own time because you expected something that was never established nor communicated? You have to vet people and communicate properly to avoid wasting your own time. And sure, I get it. Maybe you can't always vet people. Some people lie and they can fake it till they make it. That's not your fault. But I still believe if you revisit conversations, dig a bit deeper as you continue to get to know them, their true colors will show and you can still avoid a lot of BS. The last thing I want to mention about effectively communicating while dating is the most important thing in my book. And before I say it, I do want to be clear. I know it is not easy, but it is necessary. Do not allow how you feel about a person affect how you communicate. And I'm going to say that one more time. Do not 
allow how you feel about a person affect how you communicate. And I say this is the most important thing because it happens so often. We start liking someone a lot and then bite our tongues more. We become passive about things that may be an issue for us. Don't continue to have the necessary conversations. We even lie and we go to people outside of our relationship to talk instead of talking to the person we're dating. In some cases, that last part is okay. Having the right someone to talk to can be helpful before going to a person you're dating. Maybe you overthink or you just want to make sure you're not tripping about something. If you have someone in your life that is going to keep it real with you and not just agree with you just because they're your friend or whatever the reason may be, then yes, get some feedback before bringing things up to the person you are dating. But make sure you aren't only having these conversations with that third party and never having it with the person you are dating. That is a recipe for disaster. But again, make sure it's the right somebody. You can't let just any old body give their opinions about your relationship. Because whether you believe it or not, once you hear it, it will impact your thinking in some way or another. It may be subtle. It may be in a major way. But it will affect you. I mean, you can never hear somebody say something about something you're going through. And you continue to go through it. And you don't hear their voice or hear what they said in the back of your head. Like I said, it could be subtle. It could be in a major way, but it will impact your thinking. So be sure that whoever you go to, that is someone reliable and real and someone that will benefit you in your thinking process. But the reason we become passive and stop having the necessary conversations and so on is because we are scared we might run the person we are dating away or worried about how they may respond to something. We end up liking them so much that we get scared that we'll lose them, but in the process, we end up losing ourselves. I've personally been guilty of this in my past. I can remember the exact conversation that led to me biting my tongue more in my last relationship. Because I was so caught in love with her and I started worrying about how things I wanted to say could push her away. I didn't want to hurt her feelings and blah, 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 blah. But that just wasn't me. And since I've been single, I know for a fact I will never let that happen again. Another example of this is Will and Jada. And I know we are tired of hearing about their mess. But one of Jada's earliest Red Table episodes, she talked about how she felt like she was living the life that Will wanted but not the one that she wanted. And it caused some depression and other things. And one way this happens is if you don't speak up or become passive for too long. Then when you are fed up, everything comes crashing down. You should be vetting people to make sure the future you envision for yourself is at least similar to the one they envision for themselves. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people out here can live two completely opposite lives, come together and make it work. That doesn't work for everybody. For the majority, you should make sure that the future you want for yourself is the future they either kind of, sort of, or on the same page with you in the future they want for themselves. No, what you want may not be identical, but effective communication would at least help you get on the same page or find a way to compromise. Or, hear me out, it may just be an eye-opener that you are on two different pages in two different books and y'all are better off not being together at all. It's people out here now who have been dating for months and don't know what they are doing because they haven't discussed it or wondering how someone else feels because they are too scared to ask. You are in a situationship because you let it happen, not because someone led you on. Take accountability and realize that effective communication is the only real way to avoid these things. 
And if you haven't communicated effectively, the situation that you are in that you aren't happy with is your own fault. Don't let how you feel about someone affect how you communicate. And just a few more things and then I'll I'll be done. Um, Words have power. Choose your words wisely. Think before you speak, especially when it comes to people that you care about. I mentioned earlier that it is important to also listen to understand instead of listening to respond. When you listen to respond, you are more likely to blurt things out just to get your point across and may say things that can cause more harm than good. It's okay to just listen and take things in. You don't always have to know what to say next. Sometimes it is good to just let your thoughts marinate. Then when you do respond, you would have had time to think and what comes out of your mouth can add value to the situation instead of just saying anything. There is also no room for petty and effective communication. Being petty is immature and it takes maturity to communicate effectively. That means shutting down, ignoring people, walking around the house mad all day but not wanting to say what's wrong, playing tit for tat. Y'all know what being petty is. Y'all have to dead that unless you like toxic behavior. Then in that case, this podcast may not be for you. Now, if you do the work, you're intentional and consistent you will have built the right foundation for communication. So when you get in a relationship, these things will become second nature for you. And your chances for having a healthy and happy relationship will significantly increase. I'm not going to give a full recap, but do the work when you're single. Continue to do the work while you're dating. That way, when you get in a relationship, marriage, or whatever your end goal may be, effectively communicating won't seem like work at all. It'll happen because you have made it a habit, not only for yourself, but also with your partner. Another thing, fellas, we have to do more in this area. This is not to say that women communicate so great themselves, but a lot of women want to have good communication. We claim we want to be leaders. We have to lead in this area as well. Also, I know I've spoken a lot about verbal communication, but nonverbal communication is just as important, if not more. According to Dustin Smith's article, Nonverbal Communication, How Body Language and Nonverbal Cues Are Key, most experts agree that 70 to 93% of all communication is nonverbal. This may be body movements and posture, facial expressions, eye contact, hand gestures, and even tone of voice. We even often hear the saying, action speaks louder than words. Verbal communication needs the support of actions. Talk is cheap, but it can be increased in value when it is matched with actions. I know I have said a lot, but let me be clear. This takes work. Like I said, you have to be intentional and consistent. Start putting the work in now. Um, There may be something you need to communicate to someone at this very moment. Don't hold on to it. Start speaking up now. In order to get the results, in order to eliminate the unknown, in order to give yourself a better chance at meeting someone on the same page as you, start now. And let me just be real. This is an episode where I'm brushing over some of the basics of what I feel is important in communication. But in reality, I could go so much deeper, give you so many more examples. And I plan to do that with a group of people later when we hit a, a communication you know, episode part two. Because I like having dialogue with people because maybe there's some things on this episode that you may not have necessarily agreed with. So reach out to me if you want to be on the communication episode. But I truly believe that communication is key. Making sure that you understand, 
Make sure you ask the right questions. Make sure you have the important conversations early on. We wait too long to dig in deep with people. And I think it's very important that we start digging in deeper sooner rather than later. Um, it's important because if you do it sooner rather than later, you won't spend so much time on people who do not deserve your time. We do it to ourselves a lot of the time because we like people or we're in the honeymoon stage. Y'all know how we do. Everything is looking really good. Oh my God, I like this person. I would do anything for this person. And we forget that we still need to vet this person. Just because you like them, just because things are good now, does not mean that this is going to be a lifetime situation. And this is what happens so often that we 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 lose uh, our goal, which is to have a healthy and happy relationship. And communication takes that. Like You have to communicate in order to have a happy, healthy relationship. So don't lose yourself just because you like somebody. Make sure you continue to vet. Make sure y'all take time in y'all in y'all dating process to sit down and have conversations to to continue to get to know each other. Talk about now. Talk about the future. Talk about things y'all like and don't like. Like have conversations that just go on and on and have fun with them too. Like everything does not have to be serious. Just sometimes just sit down and laugh and 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 talk about your childhood, things that you went through. Understanding people's past will tell you a lot about who they're gonna be in the future. I know a lot of times guys don't like to talk a whole lot. Oh, I ain't trying to, I don't want to express myself. Listen, bro, like you may end up with the wrong woman because you didn't ask the right questions. You may end up, you know, in in a verbally abusive relationship because you didn't ask the right questions. How do you handle conflict? Things like that. Just simple questions that start conversations. Like I said, questions start conversations. And if this person is genuinely trying to get to know you, and, and wants to have a successful relationship the same way you do, the conversation will just flow. That's just my opinion on it. It may not work for everybody, but I truly believe that these conversations will lead to, to uh, you know, a lot of answers that you may need in the long run. So start now, have the conversations, ask the questions, dig deep when you need to, have fun with it, and practice it, be consistent with it, be intentional with it. Yeah, but as always, y'all know y'all can follow me on Instagram at can't be changed. That's can't underscore the letter B underscore change, as well as follow the date name easy page. Y'all know what it, where it is. And um, as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And yeah, um, tune in next time. Thank you for tuning in to the date name easy podcast. As a platform where opinions are a big part of the dialogue, it is my responsibility as the host to remind you of the importance of knowing yourself. Know what it is you need and desire when dating. We are all different. Our relationships and how we handle them are as well. Knowing yourself will allow you to best decide what info may work for you in your relationship and what may not. The last thing I want is for you to carelessly adopt our opinions as your own. With that being said, please continue to tap in and support the podcast. It is greatly appreciated. And be sure to do the personal work so that you are making the best decisions for yourself. Dating ain't easy but not knowing yourself can make it dangerously hard.